We are live. It is a Monday. We are in the studio. That's Demry and myself. Uh, Demry, good so, weekend. Yeah, the good weekend. Fantastic well, we, weekend. Fantastic. Well, you had your cousin in town, so yeah, know. I had a family member in town, okay. and you know, took him out to good old Old Town Scottsdale. He wanted to go last night for a bang. And he chose Old Town, or you chose, he old, chose town old Town? Old Town. I mentioned, you know, we go here, here, here. And then the last place I said, yeah, you know, Scottsdale, Old Town, and he just like, oh, I heard of that. Let's do it. He heard of that. See, that's what I'm talking about. People. People yeah. think Arizona is Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> right, That's so much right, right, more right. than Scottsdale. It is. And, um, and better. Way more and, and better. It Let is. Let me say that. But when you when you outside of Arizona, you talk about Scottsdale, and maybe, and maybe or Arizona, and maybe going out, mm-hmm. they say, let's go to Scottsdale. I don't even know where to go in Scottsdale. But yeah. I do like the old town area. I can live there because... You know, whatever you want, you can walk to it. Right, right, absolutely. So I, I do like that atmosphere, that part of it. Yeah, and that's the, that's the only thing we did. You know, we walked to place to place to place. And and then, you know, I just had a little learning point, never drive your new car out. Oh, my goodness. You know, with hit? family members in he, town. Oh, he no, threw I up? didn't. Come on, man. He threw up in your car? Let's not talk. I'm, I'm just now getting over it. It's Monday. Uh, just got a detail, so. <laughs> so he threw up in your car. You know what you know we used to do in Virginia? What's like that? when somebody was drinking, mm-hmm. uh, we put them in the front seat and Whoa. we shake the front seat up. Because you can't get that drunk when you're out. Yeah, I didn't think he was. You can't get that inebriated when you're out. I didn't think out. he was, but I found out. And I, yeah, we put him in the front seat and the seatbelt on, strapping the seatbelt, and we shake it up. Mm-hmm. And you know how you feel when you, you know that feeling. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to be like, you can't wait to get home and the whole car spinning. Mm-hmm. You in a spaceship. <laughs> That's too bad. He had too much fun. Yeah, he had too much fun. I, but, but I blame you know, that on you because you could, you should have monitored his drink. Don't do too much. Yeah. We got tomorrow. I mean, I didn't I didn't do anything at all. This it was, was Friday, just him. Right? This was Friday, yeah. So you had Saturday But too? he left Saturday. So Who leaves on had, a Saturday? Who leaves Arizona on a Saturday? He does. We well, got to work on Sunday? <laughs> no. He just... It's cheaper flights on Saturdays. What are you talking about? Cheaper flights on Saturdays. Cheaper flight. <laughs> you book a call and they are cheaper. Yeah. And I didn't do anything, man. We had great. Um, we had great weather. Ever yes. since. Ever yes. since the. It's about time. Yeah. After the Super Bowl, and then I'm looking at the weather. We're gonna have 84 degrees for the next till Wednesday. Then it's gonna go down a little bit mm-hmm. on Thursday to two degrees. So we're gonna have 82. <laughs> then we're going back 84, 84. I was out golfing. I golf. Mm, today is Monday, so I golfed on Saturday, and I golfed on Sunday, and I partaked in a little uh, wine winery. I think it was a wine tasting as much oh, as I yeah. had. Down, it was a uh, Tempe. What is it? Wine classic? Or? I didn't go there. I just had oh, my own go. wine. Oh, you had your own festival. <laughs> I okay. had my own festival of wine, and, I, and I, I didn't get drunk. But you know, when you had enough, see oh, your, yeah. your cousin didn't know, I, and I, I said well, I might be drunk, but I know I wasn't. It was yeah. wine. Um, Plus, I was driving, so I wasn't. Then I called Uber and got me on home. That's what I should have done. What Doug said, uh, yeah, you, you throw up an Uber <laughs> truck. Doug said um, uh, it's cheaper. A taxi is cheap, cheaper than taking an Uber. Really? That's what I've he heard said. vice versa for yeah, so long. I keep seeing the Uber uh, uh, messages come up cheaper than a taxi. Right. So I keep, well, who, I don't know. Um, but it was safe. It was safe. But, yeah, man, I played golf and and. And I was thinking about Tiger and his activating his glutes. I didn't oh, have man. to do all that. I, I played a Saturday. I played like trash. Uh, then so uh, then Tiger I, trash or like Tiger trash. Okay. Yeah. Yesterday 
I play like me. I just got into a zone. Where'd you play at? Whirlwind. I played at Arcatil Saturday and Whirlwind on um, oh, okay. um, Sunday, yesterday. That was, it, was, it was good. The weather was perfect, man. I had, you know, you had on, people have on shorts. Mm-hmm. I had I always wear pants. I like to wear pants unless I'm just going out there to practice. Right. And, um, you know, a little short sleeve shirt. It was perfect weather out there. Um, yeah. It's too bad we didn't have that weather during the waste management in the open mm-hmm. because I think we had, once again, they broke records for attendance. Uh, this is probably the first year I did not go to the open. First year in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I, I really, but the Super Bowl was here. But the Super Bowl's been here before when the open was. So it was, it all ran into each other. We had the Pro Bowl. We never had the Pro Bowl at the same time. We never had the Pro Bowl here, period. But all that happened together. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't go. I had a lot of stuff I was trying to do and then stuff that I did do. Okay. That's the first time I went. But the weather, the weather's perfect right now, so we it can is. do whatever. It hit me uh, Friday, actually. Friday afternoon, I went golfing. I had, a, I had a little free time. At oh, McCormick. you got a golf friend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When so are you going to invite me for free? Because I've been trying to, pay. you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's up to him. Whenever he wants to oh, invite you. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I hit up McCormick, and it started off, you know, sixty-eight degrees. But then next thing I know, I looked at my uh, my phone, and it's up to eighty-two degrees. So that weather hit Friday. It really broke, and it broke quick. But yeah, I was a little sore that Friday, and then Saturday I had to detail my yeah. <laughs> Story of my life, but that's your family, so it's okay. Yeah, it, yeah it's okay. It's easy. It's, it's okay. quicker to get over. Yeah, it's quicker to get over because he's never been. Where is he from? Indiana, Ohio, Ohio. Same thing. It, it's quicker to get over because <laughs> it's a uh, it's a family member, and you were showing him a good time. Right. Mm. I was trying. Y'all yeah. didn't partake in the sporting events because I think the Houston Rockets oh. come here tomorrow. I might want to. I got to find tickets to that. Yeah, um, I mean, it's Dwight Howard won't play, but who cares? I don't want to see him play anywhere. I've yeah. seen him play. MVP candidate James Harden is yeah, back. He's he, he can always he's always gonna be a candidate. But remember, I told you guys, uh, what's his name, Davis for uh, uh, what's that? The eyebrows, the brow. Oh, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Yeah. And I tell y'all, this guy, he's on his way. He's on his way to doing something special. Yeah. He's on his way to doing something special. Um, now, I, he needs some help around him. Probably one more guy. Uh, but and I say over the next two years he's gonna be MVP of this league. Yeah, and he and that's actually when, took that's a nasty league. fall. Yeah, I think it was last night or two nights ago. That's in a league with LeBron James in it. Oh, really? Yeah, he yeah he going and Kevin and Kevin Durant. You called that out. I did quite some time. You know, even before the season had started. Mm-hmm. And you know, I kept. I'm not gonna lie. I was the one saying, "Well, you gotta look out for Kevin Love because he's you know he's a little few years older than Anthony Davis, of course, but." Kevin He's in Love. that same, you know, at the time. Kevin Love was in Minnesota. I was Minnesota. thinking about Kevin. Yeah, he was in Minnesota at the time. So I was like, well, you can't knock Kevin Love. How is Anthony Davis just going to jump a Kevin Love? Easily. And quickly found that out. Who? <laughs> and Anthony Davis, yeah, he's on his way. I think he's up there right now in the position. He might have passed LaMarcus Aldridge, even though playoff time, I mean, Aldridge last year, what he averaged, like 40 and one turn or 35. Yeah. And, Oh, but uh, one round. Mm. I mean, it was it was and, incredible. And playoffs last year. Yeah, he the was playoffs last year. Yeah, I forget who were they playing. Was it no one? San Antonio's because he got a deal this year. He got a, a deal, mm-hmm. a new deal. Yeah, uh, and he did it. I think it was a friendly deal because he did it for the team. Yeah, I think that he, he, took, a, he took a cut. Yeah, well, that's good. I like to see when guys do that, but I don't suggest it mm-hmm. because it's uh, you know you play your heart out, but when you're trying to win championship, you do take pay cuts. Oh yeah. You do take a pay cut, and, I, and that's and that's one of the things that, uh, and we're not going to get into this, but that's one of the things that uh, Russell Wilson's going to have to do if he want to mm. be around that team. Yeah, Kevin Love hit uh, hit about forty one points. What was it forty points something last uh, night? 
Nah, was it? No, he 35. He had 35 points? Yeah, he missed a few free throws. 35. Don't push it. It, it, it's not even, you know what? The thirty-five is not even special. We know he could play, but he was the only one in Minnesota. I mean, he had Rubio and all, and but mm-hmm. Rubio would decide when he wanted to play. Then when he came to his own, we could say, "Oh, he's he's actually pretty good." But mm-hmm. there was no help. Who's over there now? Wiggins. Yeah, Did Wiggins get traded. Andrew over there? Wiggins is still. Yeah, Comes he's up, the he face. Got hurt, he's, didn't he? Yeah, they got a young they got a young core group. But okay, there, but yeah, Wiggins is the face. He hit. He hit about thirty-five points. Had a nice night. That was against the Lakers. That was against the Lakers, and like mm-hmm. I said, I think you and I could have got off on the Lakers. I, mean, I could have got, I could have got you 12, 15. Yeah. I got you twelve, fifteen. Then mm-hmm. I got six fouls to give. Mm-hmm. I got five hard ones. <laughs> I got five hard ones. Five hard ones. Five vicious ones to give, and a sixth one I might, you know. Yeah, you might want to be careful with the five. Depends on when I'm trying to get my fifteen points in this new NBA. Yeah, if I give you five hard fouls, I won't make it till five. Because two of them <laughs> right. get ejected. The second one gonna get me ejected. <laughs> Kevin Love got off last night against the Lakers, but here's here's my whole thing with that. Uh, the, the text, I mean, the tweet that LeBron had to see, had to send, and I don't even know if Kevin Love thought it was for him or LeBron was sending it to him. When you're the best player in the world in basketball, mm-hmm. I think tweeting or the Twitter. I think those cowards use those to send messages and go back and forth. You hear about a lot of these Twitter wars. You hear like uh, Kevin Hart, uh, Lupe Fahad, one with a. There's some people you don't want to battle on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to send a message, I'm coming right up to Demery, say, "Man, you need to do this. Stop trying to, stop trying to look for ways to fit out and fit in." Mm-hmm. That was the tweet. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing some of most of it, all of it actually, that LeBron sent. But I don't know if it was to Kevin Love, and then. Ironically, Kevin Love got off last night mm-hmm. against the Lakers. And yeah, LeBron made a comment after the game saying, "Yeah, it was sent." Go, he that's your teammate. Go right to him <laughs> and say that. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, they, they, had, had, they had discussions. You know, you, you never they talk had to discussions. Me on they said year and or here and there, but I think to an extent, a guy like Kevin Love, I mean, you have to put him, you have to call him out, not only. In the locker room, but, but publicly to publicly, you got to call him out, and he didn't state any names. LeBron didn't. He said, "Just fit in, man. Just just fit in. Stop trying to fit out." But they were telling him something early in the year because early in the year he was saying, "You know, fit out, do your thing outside. Don't let you know. Stay, you, you, I'm not going to control you. You're a uh, you know you're a superstar level type athlete player in this league." So you've been there. You know how how success is. You know how to handle that. So fit out. I don't have to tell you to bring you in. When Kevin Love putting up five points against the Indiana Pacers, what, three days ago? And then LeBron came to the point like, okay, like now it's time for you to fit in. Like, stop trying to fit out. Stop trying to you think, let uh, all this other talk get in your way. Just fit in now. You think uh, Kevin Love leaves? Or is that, is that predicated? Is this too early? Because they, we, mean, we about to go into the All-Star break. Yeah. but And trade the, deadline is coming up. Yeah. I mean, what you going to get for him? You can get a lot. You can get something. I can get, you, you can call get Ray something Allen and get, and get Ray Allen. Ray Allen can do what he's doing. Now that his position. Kevin, what's Kevin, a four? Yeah. I don't. I just need Stretch a small four. three. I need a small three, <laughs> he is Ray a Allen. Small, yeah, he's a small three. Yeah. But, no, I don't think, he, I don't think they're going to trade him. Um, but if they I, win a championship, he's not going anywhere. Or no, maybe he just won. Not. Some guys just want one championship and then want all the money. Right. I ain't, I'm not mad at them, but, you know, if I can get multiple championships before LeBron time passed, and then you got Kyrie over there balling. Mm-hmm. I, I think I might want to stay, but I'm not. I'm, look at Kevin. Look at um. Look at Bosch. 
Mm-hmm. Look what Bosch was doing in Miami. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, okay. He's identical to Kevin Love in this sense. Right. He was in Toronto, number one guy balling. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was anything special. When they was making a big three, I'm like, well, where's the other guy? <laughs> it was Bosch. Yeah. Kevin Love is not a big three to my, to the Cavaliers. I don't think. He's just a guy that was getting off like in in Minnesota, mm-hmm. the way Bosch was in Toronto. Came to came to the Lakers with some discussion. We were thinking, I mean, the Lakers, but Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. We were thinking he would go to the Lakers because he's a California guy. That's why I asked, will he leave? Or well, that's a trade deadline. We got the All Star trade deadline. It may be too early. But I think it's all predicated on if he wins the championship this year. And they and they went on a right now the Cavaliers are they are fourteen and fifteen. They lost to your team, uh, mm-hmm. after a thirteen game run. They lost to the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. Which it was surprising to me, but not a surprise. It's, <laughs> it's some few guys that came back from injury, so but not the he guy. Back, not yeah, the, the guy, not yet. PG thirteen ain't coming. PG thirteen. He okay. should never play this year. You see in the previews though. Yeah, he should not play this year. No, he shouldn't. He should not play this year. That that's he should not. That no. is a break. He he makes me nervous when he even taking jump shots on the court. I'm right. like, what is he doing? Why are you why Go are you sit doing? Down. It? Go sit down. And why are you filming this? <laughs> <laughs> why are you filming this? Right. <laughs> but Kevin Love to me was a uh, bosh. But I see it with this way with Kevin Love situation. They won championships in Miami. If you go, yeah, and that's the thing with Cleveland. You got a mm-hmm. chance to win championships. You got. Kyrie Irving was playing out of his mind. You made some trades. You don't have to worry about you got a 7-1-7-2 center you got for cheap with Mozgov. Yeah, you traded two first-round draft picks, but you had three to begin with, so you still got a draft pick next season anyway. That's what a lot of people are sleeping on. They're like, why did they trade two first-round picks for Mozgov? But, I mean, you get a big guy. You got Verjao coming back. I mean, for Kevin Love, this would be a great situation in the state. Last night he stated to an L.A. reporter saying, I'm a Cleveland Cavalier. The reporter asked him again, have you had thoughts about going to L.A.? He said no. Immediately he said no. Yeah, immediately he said no. But at the same time, you know, it's the NBA. Anything can happen when the offseason drops. But <laughs> it'll be smart for him to stay in Cleveland, period. To win championships, take a pay cut. Take Instead of looking for that $100 million deal that he's been calling out for. He ain't getting no $100 he's million. He's starving for it. But he's not playing like $100 million unless now, till after the All-Star break, to that playoff run, if he even half the Kevin Love he was in Minnesota, I think, he will be a hundred million dollars. Ain't no way. If he was half of what he was in Minnesota, but they they tried to get him out of Minnesota. <laughs> they were trying to get him mm-hmm. out of Minnesota. Who was the, who was the coach over there? I can't. What's his name? Oh man! But they were trying to get him out of there. Yeah, the coach was because mm-hmm. he was becoming a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't see Kevin Love. To me, he overrated. You and I. In Minnesota with Rubio, uh, we might be – the spotlight might be on one of us. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm not saying he can't play, but I'm saying I, I'm not giving you $100 million until you go – I mean, mm-hmm. you can put some people around me and I can still do that. Now he got some people around him and he's feeling like he's the third leg. Mm-hmm. You're not a third leg. you Kevin Love. You can shoot. You can play. Go and, go and do that thing right there so we can win the games. Yeah, do and that's, that's thing, probably yeah. why LeBron tweeted out, Stop trying to fit out and fit in. But then earlier year, they were saying something different. Mm-hmm. Just be Kevin Love. Do that thing right there and you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll have that team win. And, and I I believe he, he still can have an impact. Just with the title, Kevin Love, just because he's a stretch for, he can step out and shoot the ball uh, consistently. He's aggressive on offense. He can rebound. Just with that title like Chris Bosh bought with the Heat. You know, as a Pacer fan, 
you know, we ran to the Heat quite often when they made them championship runs. And Chris Bosh was the X factor. No, he didn't. No, he wasn't LeBron. Right. No, he wasn't D Wade. You know, he wasn't going 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 to go for thirty. But if Bosh put up seventeen twenty points, that was the big difference. That's the difference of winning a game by three and losing by five. And Kevin Love can still bring that impact. And you see, Bosh was like, "Hey, I ain't going nowhere if LeBron come back." I mean, you know, he thought about going to Houston mm-hmm. if. You know, if he would have left and then he wind up saying, well, wait, I'm going to be the man in South Beach just like how D-Wade is. So I got my man D-Wade back. And the same deal can go with Kevin Love. I mean, you, you don't have to go anywhere. The championship's going to come with LeBron. All you got to do is just play your position, play your part, and play. If you're going to be a star, play play star level. Play a superstar level, Kevin Love. Like, stop fading in. <laughs> fed, stop fading out. Stop fading in. You know, just like LeBron said, just fit in. Do your part. Be Kevin Love. Do you. Some guys, you know, some guys believe in a legacy. Yeah. Some guys, you know, might, might want to be legends. I think that's what Bosch comment was, mm-hmm. was about. Yeah. He and, comes here, I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. And Bosch said at the beginning of the season, Kevin Love game is going to change. Like, Kevin Love, he's not going to be the same guy. And Bosch had some experience in that. Right. But if I got a chance to win, what, they went to four finals, one, two? Should have won three or could have won three. Could have won but you all could four. Say, but you could say the same thing, too, uh, about San Antonio. They lost to the Mavericks. They lost to San Antonio in the last one. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I thought it was okay for LeBron to go back, but I think it was uh, more so Kevin um, Chris Bosh became that X factor. Cause the, yeah, he was. Instead of being that number three guy, most of the year he was the number two guy. Mm-hmm. He was the number two guy because Dwayne Wade was on, on the bench. Right. Injured again. Right. Hurt after hurt after hurt. And is he hurt right now? Dwayne Wade is hurt right now. Yeah. So, we, you know, you look for great teams, even though they're missing the star guy, the best guy in the league, mm-hmm. you look for them to rebound quicker. I used, to, I, I used to always say when the Lakers have a bad year, they rebound quicker than anybody, but this is not the case. This yeah, been, This has been about five years mm-hmm. now since they have not been relevant. And I don't think they ever, not ever, but <laughs> it's going to be a while. You don't think the Lakers will be relevant again? They will. Just not... Some people got to go. Quite some time. Until the Clippers to that whole team, that whole breakup, they're not going to be a face of L.A. for quite some time. All right. We're going to take a quick break. I got a taste for Lolo's all of a sudden. Come on, lots of sports talk. Demi Lachey. <laughs> In the studio, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, 
self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. It's never going to join the show. We're talking Kevin Love. I just realized I have to be at Top Golf tomorrow. <laughs> uh, let's, you know, Steve Young Foundation, he, he usually he usually come through for me. But the good thing is about it is after I train, so that, that'll work out. Um, one of the stories I do want to get to because, you know, it kept it kept this guy from it kept this guy from playing this year, and that's Greg Hardy for the Carolina Panthers. And you know, he was comf- he was very confident that the case wasn't – I mean, he didn't do what he what they allegedly said he did. Domestic abuse charges dropped against uh, defensive end Greg Hardy for the Carolina Panthers. How do you how you recoup? Because they stopped paying him. They were paying him while he was suspended. Then they stopped paying him. How you recoup that money? Who get – should he – I think he could be the, should be able to appeal for that because mm-hmm. and and I got a problem with um, you know women and just because some cases drop, but a lot of things can happen in in, in that action and that taking place. Maybe you know sometimes some people to pay it off. Sometimes you know people like in my in Brian Banks case, you come back and say I didn't do it. My mama made me do it. I, I know you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you got a conscience and you saying he. I mean, you reach, reaching a civil settlement. That to me, that warrants guilt. I'm not paying you anything if I didn't do it. One thing I don't like about the uh, judicial system or the court systems, if you will, I mean, keep it simple, is if I could, if I find you innocent or guilty, or if I find you innocent in court, I could come back and say, well, it's a civil suit. Innocent is innocent. Don't bring, don't come back with any other charges. Talking about a civil suit, the cases would drop against the Carolina Greg Hardy mm-hmm. after she failed to show up in court to testify. Why would she? Why would she do that? Maybe because the civil suit was going to be followed. She failed to show up in court, so the case was dismissed. Mm-hmm. She, uh, I don't know. You know, a lot of stuff happens with that. You know, you could be threatened, you could be paid off, or whatever. Uh, or I you think, might just yeah. have a conscience and say, "I, I know you didn't do it. I just." took your whole f- f- year away of football where mm-hmm. you didn't get paid. Yeah. And I was pretty shocked when I read, you know, that she did not show up for the hearing. I'm like, wow, this man, he went through. All that. He went through all that. Not even just all of that. Look how far the Carolina Panthers made it. What, a game before the Super Bowl? Right. Uh, Greg Hardy would have been a huge difference in that last game uh, against the Seahawks. Um, time after time, he would have been huge in that game. I mean, he would have been huge the whole season. He got off to a great start, even with him, because actually he played. I think a game even when all the news came out, and I think it was just the whole reaction of the whole. It was just a bad timing, bad year for the NFL with the whole Ray Rice situation. Everything was going on, wasn't it? Yeah, Domestic everything was going on. And then the next thing you know, uh, Greg Hardy's situation, comes. Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson situation comes around. The Cardinals had a situation, right? 
uh, what's his name? Dwyer. Yeah, Dwyer. Idiot. And then all of a sudden, you know, these are superstar names now. You're dealing with Greg Hardy, uh, Adrian Peterson, you know, John Dwyer, maybe not superstar status, but, uh, you know, Ray Rice. These are big time names in NFL. And then Greg Hardy's situation came and he was just like, like, are you kidding me? You know, he said, I'm, I didn't do anything. Like, th- there's no way. And it was, you know, it's kind of an ex girlfriend deal. That was and, his ex-girlfriend? Yeah, his ex-girlfriend, uh, Nicole Holder. You know, yeah. she did not show up for the hearing. And in his statement, it said, you know, reliable information that, the, that Holder and Hardy have reached a civil settlement and that she has intentionally made herself unavailable to the state. So with that civil set, uh, sorry, <laughs> settlement, <laughs> so it, it looks like there's some type of exchange with money or I don't give you a, a deal. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, mm-mm. but, but he took away my whole he year. He took away his whole year, and that's what that's what I see it as. You know, as a football player, as a you know, as an old football player, I can't imagine you take a whole year away from me. I got to sit out because I got to wait on this court case that you don't even show up for. You know, to begin with, this could have been settled time ago. You know, a while ago. That is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. We didn't have a civil settle, settlement. I'm just thinking like. Man, this couldn't be settled a while ago. You yeah. know, was, you couldn't agree. Mm. I mean. Assault charges drop against Panthers, defensive end, Greg Hardy. He was getting paid for like two or three weeks on the season. Actually, he played the first game. Mm-hmm. He played right. the first game. Right. And then they suspended him with pay. Then everybody had a problem because he was getting he was not playing. And everybody, and then everybody is people who don't know anything about football or people just felt like you're looking for a way to pick it. This was a great year for those who who want to have a, a d- domestic violence uh, issue, um, not want to have one to, you know, physically, but who want to protest against domestic violence. This was a great issue. And what bigger stage to do it and to do it towards the NFL? Mm-hmm. Well, you had a lot of guys who were doing that, but um, NFL was a bigger stage than most. So why, why not protest, boycott, do whatever, NFL's not going to have that bad light, so they have to suspend these guys. And now you're suspending these guys without pay because Adrian Peterson was getting paid. He didn't have a domestic, but he had a what they want to call child abuse, what I, what I call mm-hmm. is discipline. He was getting paid. Then they said they had a problem with that. So they forced the owners not to pay these guys. They forced the owners or the commissioner, or maybe it was the team of the Carolina Panthers, not to pay these guys. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys, some of these guys who did get suspended, you got suspended, rightfully so, mm-hmm. like Ray Rice. But when Ray Rice tell you the truth and the whole truth, and then you come back and say you didn't see any of that when he was always on film, he told you everything. Then you had somebody in his office. You had a Hall of Famer sitting there listening to his story mm-hmm. uh, in the Baltimore Ravens, and then because the NFL was coming down on so much pressure, yeah. well, we got to spin you because it looks good for us. Yeah, and now the ball is back in the NFL hands for Greg Hardy's situation. You gonna give him How do you money. think they're going to figure <laughs> You're going to give him his money as well. How do you think they're going to deal with these actions? I mean, it's back in their court. He did get accused or a situation of charges dropped like, or dismissed. Do, is he going to serve some type of four-game, eight-game suspension? Greg Hardy? Yes. He, he, or is the NFL going to, like you said, repay him from what they took away I don't away think he should him? get suspended at all. I think you mm-hmm. better give him a – you better pay him twice for the games he missed. He missed, him twice. He, yes, that's you. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he could have done as far as bonus wise in his contract. See, the NFL get, gets away with this is like getting away with murder, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. 
Should have found a better word. But this is getting away with some nonsense. You don't know what this guy could have did on the football field. Uh, he played a huge part in the, on that defense. That was that was one of the top ranked defense for a while. Mm-hmm. What he could have done in his bonuses to get more money, and now he couldn't. Now we don't know because you suspend him, and then we find out she doesn't show up to court, or charges have been dropped. I don't. I don't agree with any of that process of charges being dropped or. Okay, it's all said and done. Move on. Nothing else to see here. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't agree with that. Now, like I said, the guys who did do it, you know, they, they got suspended right for so, and they should have been suspended. And there should be a, a hearing coming back. Mm-hmm. I never had any faith in Roger Goodell and his decision makers anyway. <laughs> never. Yeah. Something, has, something has, to, has to happen. Yeah, something does. And, you know, I agree with the statement, like you said. You got to pay him. I don't think he should serve he, he, any type of suspension. He'd be a free agent next month. He's 26 years old. He'll be free agent next month. He better get out of Carolina. I know that. Why? Because the ex-girlfriend's in Carolina. He never had to deal with her again. I mean, the Panthers, if he deal with her nothing again, against, he'll against the Panthers because the he Panthers. He get what he deserved. Yeah. The if, Panthers respect. I mean, they, they kept him on. You know, obviously, they trusted him. They believed in his story and they, whatever yeah, they was, did. that was said with his situation. And, you know, they kept him on the roster. They kept him, you know, playing until, what, week two? They still were paying him off. So, they obviously knew, you know, they trusted Greg Hardy. It was some type of trust system there. So, nothing against the Panthers, but I think, Let me you see. Know. Hardy set out the final 15 games of last season and collected his $13 million salary while on the NFL commission's exempt list. He had 15 Ooh. sacks and 40 tackles for the Panthers in two, a year before, two years before that, mm-hmm. uh, before the team placed a franchise tag on him. So, he was franchised last year, which, which that equated to a $13 million salary, but he didn't get a signing bonus. The, the great, the best thing about whatever – if anything, like in this uh, tunnel for him, as he was franchise tag, as long as Carolina don't re-tag him, because I think most teams use the tag in the wrong way, just to hold a player, because yeah, it, now thirteen million is a lot of money, but you're not giving him a signing bonus. That's just his contract, right? And you, he's missing out on maybe getting thirteen million to sign somewhere, and then mm-hmm. having you know five, four or five million. For four more years on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's missing out on that. He's 26 years old. This guy's still young. He's very young. Yeah. He'd be a free agent in March. Mm-hmm. He'd be a free agent in March. There'll be, there'll be a lot of teams that want him. That's a tough situation in the Greg Hardy camp right now. Um, uh, you, you say leave, but I say, you know you know what, stay where you're comfortable. And maybe Carolina, you're not comfortable. Yeah, but, they, but if you're dealing with that, they can't, they're not going to boycott him. She didn't even show up. Well, I, I'll tell you this. Well, the, the the deal is right now because Carolina defense, I mean, they still got all the way to the NFC Championship game even without him. So, But imagine. But yeah, but imagine, like, yeah, because this was, uh, what is con where they hold him? Mm-hmm. This was his holding year for him to play lights out for that new contract. Right. And, yeah, I can only imagine that he would have played, you know, extraordinary, like I said, against the Seahawks. And now, but you look at the situation like, well, we got our team pretty much the same destination where we were a year ago. Right. And now we're looking at, you know, do we sign this guy back? Because you know he's going to want he's, – he's going to deserve some some money, especially with the whole situation that happened. Uh-huh. He's looking at what he lost out on in years to come. And maybe he don't sign with Carolina because of that. Right. But they still – they might have the same – if they tag him, they got to tag him 20% more. So what's twenty percent more of thirteen million? So you can get tagged twice, franchise yeah, tag. Yeah, that's once the problem again. with the uh, mm-hmm. franchise tag. They, I got a franchise tag mm-hmm. with the Cardinals. 
and it was done so it was it was done bad because I was playing corner the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was covering guys, but then when you tag me, you tag me as a safety. And you tag me, uh, so you and get paid. safety money different from the corner oh money. Oh, my goodness, is it? Yes. Oh, I know. <laughs> safety money is different, but yeah. now, not, not this day. Like, if you tag me as a safety right now, I say, okay, yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. That's fine. <laughs> the numbers are different. Um, were different when I played. Mm-hmm. It was the top five salaries uh, at safety. So you had to make, you had to be the top five paid safety. Mm-hmm. And corner, you top five, top five paid corner. That, that, was, that was about $13 million right there back then. Mm-hmm. So imagine it might be around the same, a little bit more, twenty percent, twenty five percent more. It might be the same. All right, let's move on. Let's get off this guy. I want to get your opinion on this because I said I would. Uh, I said I would sign this guy on my team. You know, I had conversations with guys who've been around him, saying he might be bipolar. He he was off his meds, but Uh-oh. the Buffalo uh, Bills signed one year deal, Richie Incognito, to a one year deal. And you said you would sign him. I said the guy can play football. He will play again. And you will sign him. I, mm, no, let me restate that. Let me, let me, let me refocus. <laughs> I said he will play again. This, I think I, this is what okay. I said. Yeah. I said he will play in the NFL again. Yeah. But I don't see why or how he's able to play in the NFL with everything he's mm-hmm. done. Now, he's done a lot of things in college, so I'm not bringing – I'm only saying what he did in college to say what kind of person he is, and nothing really changed in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I've always said this. Richie Incognito would have played on my team in Arizona Cardinals team when I came here. Mm-hmm. You would have never heard about it. He would have got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Even the tough attitude or the tough guy who I think he is, he would have got destroyed. Them guys on my defense. Yeah, I can see that in a few situations. He would have been mm-hmm. – Richie Incognito, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have heard a peep out of him. <laughs> you would have heard a peep out of him. Now, go tough guy. Go play offense. Do your job. And he's good. Mm-hmm. This guy can play football, but – you know, yesterday, not yesterday, Saturday, I was having a conversation about him um, with somebody, you know, in the facility mm-hmm. where he's training and where I am. <laughs> he's, um, they say, well, he's actually a great guy. I say, okay, he got a bad track record. They say, well, he might have been off his meds. I'm with meds. I say, see, and the first thing I thought. <laughs> off his meds? The first thing I what thought, that he's bipolar. That's the first oh, thing I thought. Yeah. So that's the first thing I thought of. I don't know what he is, but they say he's off his meds. He's a great guy off his meds. Yeah. <laughs> Then you something wrong. You need to stay on them. But some people try to get away from their medication to see if they can. You know, as you get older, you can you can like asthma. You and asthma and bipolar mm-hmm. different things. You know, you can outgrow asthma and stuff like that. Or, you know, I came into right. I came in. I grew into allergies here in Arizona, mm-hmm. and you can outgrow asthma. But some guys with that athletic ability or that mindset or that type of talent, they want to know if they can fight through. You know, without having to take matters and being so, being responsible in society, and he wasn't that guy. Mm-hmm. We saw obviously what happened, bullying um, at, in Miami. I put a lot of blame on the coaching staff over Miami also for allowing that to happen. Don't tell me you don't know what's happening in the locker room, or you, or you trying to make a guy tough. You don't have to make a guy tough in the NFL. Just fight, cut him. Mm-hmm. If he can't play, just cut him. Hmm. But he signed a one year. Should he be in the NFL? I think I went on that whole soliloquy about. Richard Carnita, but the question was, yeah. should he be back in the He NFL? never murdered anyone. He never had cases of marijuana, legal drug use, domestic violence, yeah, yeah, etc. He, he, he had a, um, um, not a domestic violence, but he had a, uh, he had a, a domestic, bullying. Well, no, he had a domestic situation. Mom had a golf tournament 
allegedly uh, harassment or. Oh, I mean, it's just like uh, was, that, it's just the, like Riley in Philadelphia saying the N word. In no, but this was with a woman. Uh, oh, this was with a woman. Yeah, Riley. <laughs> right. The, the team spent him before the league could suspend him, just so mm-hmm. the punishment could be light. Okay. See, Riley couldn't have played on the Cardinals team that I played on. None of my defense. Oh. He, I'm just telling you, this defense. Yeah. You need to go, not you, but go look at that defense I was on. Who was on okay. that defense? He yeah, wouldn't have. He, yeah, I'm he hopping to time travel, and you know, yeah, he, I've been around some of the guys so far. Yeah, right. I could tell he wouldn't. He wouldn't last. Okay, I mean, he would have lined up a receiver, mm-hmm. and he might have been a starter. Not on my team, on our offense, because you can't play in front of Frank Sanders and Rob Moore. You're not gonna play in front of those guys and, not a and Eric Metcalf, huh? Not a chance. Not in front of those okay. guys. Mm-mm. But he would have got on the field. <laughs> And then maybe in a slot because uh-huh. Riley can play. Right. That we would have tore him up. We would have tore him up. Play one. Play one. It would have been a fight. Play two. Fight. <laughs> I'm not lying. It would have been somebody different. It would have been a fight. Oh man. Because you, I mean, don't let the don't let the hip hop age and the hip hop era. Right. Don't let all that stuff influence your the, the culture. That's not your culture. Mm-hmm. But you are in this era. Don't let that rap music influence the words that you think you can say. Um, Riley Cooper. Well, a lot. I don't of even are, like what people well, say. A lot of things are okay now. Since no, it's not. That's not. That's never okay. I mean, in society, it's okay. Wait, now. Well, you know why? Because so things we, are. Some things are okay now. It, it, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not agreeing with some things. He, he but could, nobody. Because he couldn't say that to me. If I'm not using it, you can't use it. Okay. No. I, so will Riley Cooper be comfortable? With, will he be able <laughs> to say that around you? No, never. But I'm just saying some things and t- See, that according slipped, to society. That didn't slip out his mouth. That's how he talks. Yeah. It's, oh, it, yeah, no it, doubt about it. And and that's and that come from the, the, the music that we, we listen to. Mm-hmm. And the way society is treated now, a lot of things are. It's not okay. Yeah. It seems to be okay. A lot of things are okay nowadays. You know I don't why? agree with that's it. Because that's to docile you. Right. So you don't have a, if you hear it. It, it don't really hit you hard like it should. Oh, it, 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 it hits should. me, it, but... But it's, it's, it's a docile it's, you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, and in so, never society been. nowadays, it's You're accordingly from, somewhat, some, some way somehow acceptable. I don't agree with it. I don't think it ever will be. Where, where you see that it being acceptable? On. I mean, this guy's still playing uh, football. None of the Eagles players, they're backing him up. Michael Vick was the first one to back them up. <laughs> he from Virginia. He from right. where I'm from. He from where you, you from. Nut. <laughs> But going back to Richie, no, we no, we're gonna go back to him after the break. We, Richie <laughs> right. gonna get the last segment, All right. and we might throw in somebody else. Quamla Sports Talk, Demar Lachey. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. 
Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Stacey DeBerry are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yo, Jay, hit it. Let's go. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. Welcome back. Form Life Sports Talk last segment. You know it's one by five. Dear Malachi in the studio, we were talking Richie Cognito. The question, real, the initial question was, should he be back in the league? You got some things to say about him. Um, you trying to you sound like you kind of justifying that it's okay for guys like him. I'm not and, uh, saying it's okay. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying according to society, society and the world that you know the world has revolved in, into, a lot of things are accepted nowadays. Mm-hmm. Not just that, not just you know the N word floating around, but there's a lot of things that are being accepted nowadays that well, I do be, not agree with. Different kind of person to think that's okay. With. Not not you, but I'm uh-huh, saying those right, guys right, are right. to say that. Absolutely. And, but, it, you know, to me it's a shame, but, it, you know, it is what it is. You can't control the whole society. Everybody has their own opinions. Can't control it. So I'm, I don't get mad. Every man, every time, I, you know, I look a guy or a woman, you know, in the face, you know, you're you're entitled to your own opinion. And you are, but society. you're not around me. You're not entitled <laughs> to your own opinion around me. Yeah. Not when you don't. It's kind of it's like this. And I'll let you get on to the incognito. It's like this. Don't you just met me? Don't think we cool and you can do mama jokes. I don't do mama jokes anyway. But <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, somebody say somebody just think you cool and that thing that, that's okay. Right. You bring right, somebody right. to the table. You bring somebody around me because we cool. I'm assuming that person's cool, but you don't know me yet, so right, you can't get right. into the jokes. We don't. You know, some of these jokes you don't even understand yet. Right. But it, it's not. I don't think it's okay. You're not entitled to your own opinion around me because it could get you hurt. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I, I agree. You can't just like I agree with that. You can't walk into someone and think it's acceptable. But you see it on TV. You see it, uh, internet. You see it listening. In, like you said, music, news channels. Mm-hmm. It's okay in society. So when you meet someone, you think it's okay to do mama jokes, and you don't know what they've been through. What you know, his right. or her mom, and it's just like, dude, you don't know me like that. So yeah, I agree. It should be that way. Like you can't. Present that you can't present certain things in front of everyone because everyone, you know, you don't know who they are. Right. But society shows it as to all these reality TV shows. All these ratchet, this is, ratchet conversation. Right. Yeah. This is what is it, acceptable. Know how this stuff is on TV. I don't. I have no idea how this stuff is on TV. I don't know. All these ratchet. We can shows. go on and on. That's that's a so whole. So incognito is should, should incognito. You know, it's been reports saying you know his return is the last thing an NFL needs. I don't believe so. I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Because he, I mean, he served his what year, year and yeah, a half. He ain't suspension. served nothing, but he's he, he served it. Yeah, he, I mean, he did it. I, I I believe his camp got together and said, you know what, let's just take this year off. 
Yeah, you can you can get signed. I'm pretty sure NFL teams was calling his number. But, you know, he took that time to really get himself together because he's been there before. He's been suspended now. He you know, got kicked, kicked off the team. teams. And, you know, it, that his years are catching up with him. So all he needs is, you know, a few more years to play it out, gain that gain that contract money. It's going to be interesting with him and uh, Rex Ryan. He ain't get getting together. no long. Well, Rex Ryan. That's going to be pretty interesting to well, see. It is because Rex Ryan, in my opinion, signed him because he is a bully. He has that bully mentality. And that's who Rex Ryan want to be. But Rex Ryan can can control that. Rex Ryan is a bully. He right. bully offenses around. Not he's not a bully as far. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not calling Rex Ryan a bully like in a bad way. Right. I'm right. talking about how he uh, design construct his defense, how mm-hmm. they go out and play. That's a bullying in defense right there. Mm-hmm. I played in it. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't care. Let's say you had a team, eleven All Star offensive players on that team. Mm-hmm. We was coming to bully that team. The mentality was. I don't care who you have. We bring a pressure, and every time we touch you, and all defenses it, should it should have that have mentality. That mentality, which I agree. But now you, but you now you need that on offense. And Rex Ryan's not an offensive guy, but he figured if I can get a guy like Richie Incognito, he's Richie Incognito is one of those guys to me. If you say a trigger word, he go off. It's just a you gotta. He needs handlers, mm-hmm. but he's also the guys. You got to have a key word for him. You could talk, have a whole conversation. You might stumble on a word and he might lose his mind. Right. But it's somebody who knows that word. Say, Richie, they wish me. You ever seen Majority in Canada? No. <laughs> Watch that movie. Richie Incognito is that guy. Uh-huh. It was two. It's the original one. It's one Denzel. But, but either one, it's the same. Mm-hmm. You got a trigger word for him. They, they need a bully on offense. Mm-hmm. They need a guy with the – well, I, not, let, me, let me stop saying bully. They need a guy with a defensive mentality on offense. To okay. to to get those guys going, which in, you know, which in your eyes, which in your point, Incognito can bring that towards the Bills' offense, and, and which Rex Ryan is lovely. Of course, he's okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it's going to be pretty interesting because in the past, Incognito he pushed that limit. You know, just like his last situation in Miami, he pushed. You know that hey, be be a leader in a certain way. Because, you know, a lot of players like, you know what, I don't I don't have a problem with Richie. He's a, he's a leader in my eyes. He was a leader in Miami. He was, you know. but well, Miami had a bunch he, of sunshine and beaches, a bunch of soft guys. Yeah, but now he's in the cold-hearted hard state of New York in Buffalo at that. So Yeah, but he that's up north. He might as well be in Canada. Yeah. He might as well be in Canada. But <laughs> I, I, didn't, I couldn't understand when it all went down. I couldn't understand. Miami's defense. They had some tough guys over there. I can understand why nobody put hands on him. They did. I remember, uh, what's that corner? Finnegan. When he tried out uh, Andre yeah. Johnson. And no, no, I'm talking about why they didn't. Oh, you're saying they did have tough guys. Yeah, they had yeah, tough but guys I'm saying, in Miami. Why nobody? Finnegan, I like Finnegan. Because he, he, he was considered as a leader. He had that defensive mindset, like you said, on the offensive end. That's why, that's why I blame I give some of the blame, most of the blame to the coaches because you they know, know what, he, what he was yeah, about. Yeah, and they and his uh, his coach had no problem with it. Mm-mm. Ryan Tannehill had no problem with it because he brought some toughness to the old to the line of scrimmage. Now, you know, you've been be around protected. some old linemen. Yeah, exactly. He knew he would be protected. Exactly. He knew. Yeah, he knew he wasn't going to be touched, and if he get picked with, Incognito's going to step up. He'll take the suspension. He'll take the fine. And you need guys like that. Look at the Patriots. As yeah. soon as you touch Tom Brady, I mean, them old linemen. I'll take that fine. Cause they'll I'm, take that fine. Because most of them go pay it off anyway. Right. Tom Brady giving out trucks, you right. know. <laughs> uh, but Because <laughs> he, he don't need it. <laughs> that too. And, you know, Richie Incognito, I feel like he can bring that that toughness to the Bills offense. 
And if you can't handle it, then Rich, Rich Rodriguez, he's going to figure it out. He talk, He's a player's coach. He's going to know everything that's going on in Buffalo. So that's why I think it's going to be a pretty interesting. And I think he has the same mindset as Incognito, so he can tell him, you know, how to control that bullying. How to Ooh, Rich Rodriguez. I mean, not Rich Rodriguez. Uh, uh, Ryan. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, I thought I no, thought, not I was, Rich Rod. He's he nah, doing Rich his thing at U of A. He needs to stay yeah. there. Keep doing his thing. Um, I, I thought we <laughs> he lost me for a second. But Rex Ryan, Rex I'm Ryan sorry. is a uh, Rex Ryan can control. I think Incognito's uh, attitude, his uh, character, his reflection that he will bring with the Buffalo's offense. Mm. I think it will. I, I say it. He will play again. Yeah, no doubt about it. A lot of teams in the NFL say play play again, but you know you've been around old linemen. I've been around big old linemen. They just think like just because they, they yeah they just think because they're sloppy big that they have mm-hmm. a presence that you're just gonna shy away from. Them like oh no, but then when you really be around them, it's like man, this guy soft as a teddy bear. You know, I met some big old linemen in my days, and you know they just. You I know, don't like old linemen. Like, I think they just in the way. But you got a guy like Richard Cardenas who's not he's not a sloppy no, guy. He, right. He's kind of you know he's he's built like that guard mentality. Uh, that guard size, stocky. Mm-hmm. But I never liked offense, offensive linemen. I thought they were just big for no reason. They just right. got, just got in the way. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how that pans out. But I, you know, I did say that guy would play again because he's that mm-hmm. good. He's good enough to play again. But I, I can't. I can I never understand. I never understand how the defense defense is on that team. But mm-hmm. Sunshine State. Defense on that team allowed him to get away with that. They mm. thought they thought he was being a leader. They wasn't. They weren't mad at Incognito. They didn't care what he was doing. They liked what he was doing. It was they didn't like what Justin Martin the way he handled it. The offensive lineman. Well, the, the locker room, any locker room, I don't care what level you're on, mm-hmm. it's a sacred place. Nobody can understand it if you've never been consistently in a locker room. It's a sacred place. Mm-hmm. So they felt like you know that should have been handled inside. Team could have handled that. And Richie, when I say that, you know, I hear that he might be bipolar, mm-hmm. then I look at the text that they went back and forth. One minute he's going at somebody. One minute he's talking about his sister. Uh, then he, then he's apologetic. apologetic. I said, yeah, that sounds like somebody who could possibly be bipolar. The way those tweets mm-hmm. were going out. If you go back, you can go look, check all his tweets. Mm-hmm. But you go back and look at that, that sounds like somebody could be but I didn't know. I could never understand why somebody would let him allow him to get away with that. I go back to the blame of the coaches. They, you know what's going on. You got. You always got one snitch. We had. We had. I can name every snitch that was on my team. Every undercover bum <laughs> that was on my team. Everyone. Wow. But we good. handled you're, that. You're good at that. Yeah, we handled that. We we can we handle that and because defense is just different. We we got a problem. We take care. Of it. We don't allow. We don't allow it to go. Outside of the locker room. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand most of that stuff is sacred. Oh, man, we got to say our condolences to Dean Smith, uh, one of the yes. greatest coaches, people, person yes. ever. The man who got Michael Jordan mm-hmm. discovered after, you know, high school. But, yes, condolences. Passed away. What was it, 89? 83? What? Still, you know, you, you don't hear about, you know, someone being sick until they, they're gone. But. You, Dean Smith was one of the legends, one of the greatest. And when you think about, you would think about North Carolina, you think about Dean Smith first. Mm-hmm. You think about Dean Smith and you think yeah. about everyone that come. Then it's after that, it's everyone that come through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, died, I, he Go ahead. He passed away at 83. 
and 83 years old. Wow. Yeah, besides, you know, the whole Michael Jordan aspect era, but he still went down when he retired from coaching. He was the most winningest basketball coach in NCAA history. Yeah, and now his counterpart then, over yeah, there in Durham right. has that, then Coach K. Coach K, you know, surpassed him and uh, Jim Bayham. Bobby Knight Bayheim. Had, yeah, yeah. So, Bobby Knight. Yeah, but, you know, he was the, you know, he set the tone. He was the tone setter. He, he has one guy in the NBA still uh, that rec- who he recruited, and that's Vince Carter. He's the Vince, last one standing. <laughs> Vince is, uh, that's crazy. Cause Vince was, man, he felt like he played 18 years. Yeah, I know, right? And it might be 18 years. Yeah, man, I miss Vince Carter and Vince those Sanity. Toronto. Yeah, Vince Sanity. Oh, my God. I um, I, I felt it, it felt like someone else passed away that I didn't get get to mention last week. And maybe maybe it's my uh, alumni, Jock Vaughn, got fired in in um, Orlando. That felt like a that felt something like. I need to send my condolences out to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, nah, but he, he, Jock Vaughn. He was put in a tough situation. He was. Man. That's what I was going to say. That's a he tough did the best job with, to him. Yeah. He did the best he could with Orlando Magic team that has nobody. And I, mm-hmm. and I even think he might have been a scapegoat. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He might have been a scapegoat. Well, the record shows what it is, but he there's no more he could have done. When I put a plan together and coach a team, which I have to do in Puerto Rico, uh, next July, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, this July. You get, at some point the players got to take responsibility. What's going on? I don't know how much they bought into the philosophy of Jock Vaughn mm-hmm. being a head coach. I don't know how much. I know he didn't have the talent that surround. They won some games. You were surprised about the games they won, but they didn't win enough of those games. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Jock Vaughn no, had mean, his weapons loaded. Really wasn't his, like you said. Really wasn't on his coach. He did the best he could with a young group of talent, you know, and really, like you said, no, pretty much no one. I mean, there's some guys. Who was in Orlando that you knew? Together. That's kind of like the Sixers got a nice team, but they can't uh, win. Uh, Oladipo, and then they got a <laughs> center, the center of Vujicic. He's having a pretty good year. Man. He's, he's, he's been pretty decent, but I mean, we're talking about the East. You know, it's really not a lot of big men left in the East. I mean, that's pretty much why Chris Bosch stayed, so he can keep being an all star. For the rest of his year, that, for the rest of his true. career. Because that, that, oh, if that he was answer. in Houston right now, no, not a chance. Because he was thinking about going to Houston too. Yeah, well, Houston. Was if he was in the West, him. if he was in a plane in the West, not a chance he'll be an All Star. But uh, going back to Orlando situation, nah. Then, I mean, Oladipo was the last draft pick I remember. Then they uh, drafted this guy Peyton. So they got a they got a young group of team that they put Orlando? together since the Dwight Howard era. Um. Yeah, they're, they're a few moves away. Hopefully somebody. I mean, Orlando's not a yeah, bad city to play basketball to live in, so I don't – they might get a, a splash in here or there. So hopefully. And it won't be somebody's winning with Jock Vaughn players because them players are not winning. Maybe right. he put the chemistry together, but mm-hmm. I can't see this in the case of a, of a of a coach coming in and winning with a team that's already put together. Like Denny Green had a team put together, and, and then Ken Wizard came in. And went to the Super Bowl with his team. Mm-hmm. I can't see that being the case in Orlando, where jo- Jock Vaughn put a, a team together. I just hope he gets another chance at a at a better program. I think he can coach in college. I think if anybody, if there's ever another Kansas coach outside Bill Self, mm-hmm. Jock Vaughn should be one of the listed names up there to have that job. But you know, KU is KU. 
So they're not just going to hire anybody. You're going to have to hopefully get another job, and maybe he just want to stay in the league. Mm-hmm. So and, and it won't be that, oh, we won a championship with Jock Bond's team. Right. Them, them guys weren't even playing anyway. <laughs> right. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Real quick, I mean, yeah. got a couple, like a minute left. Uh, you hear about the Brian Horrier <laughs> situation in Cleveland, if anyone else cares. I, uh, yeah, I heard about it. There was a Texan going on? Yeah, the Texan deal going on from the press box to the uh, sidelines. Uh, it's keeping Brian Horry thinking about not re-signing back with Cleveland, even though you still got Johnny Manziel deal with, and then him getting into rehab. Mm-hmm. You know, he was surprised. Brian Horry was very surprised by that. So I don't know why. You know, his, his head is spinning. Yeah. You, how you go into a situation <laughs> thinking you're the starting quarterback and then you getting texts about, hey, I, I want to put this other guy in. Right. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We got to get out of here. We uh, we got Tuesday. We'll take Wednesday off. Thursday, Friday. Friday, I got another drink. I'm going to probably find look to bring to you. Demi Lachey, Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time. 9 a.m. Pacific time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.